I'm Jade Driver. And I'm Cassie Petrie, and we are the co-founders of CrowdSurf, a marketing, publicity, and artist management firm based in LA, New York, and Nashville that we started together in our college dorm rooms because we wanted to work with our favorite music artists. And now we do, and we want to teach you how you can do it too. This is How I Got Backstage. Hey guys, welcome to our third episode. We're super excited today because our guest is, well, as loud as Jade. I can't believe this. I can't believe we got this guest, you you guys. I mean, I know how busy this girl is because, well, she works for me. Um, and I send her all around the world. I keep hitting the mic. I'm learning not to hit the mic. So when you hear that boom, it's my animated hands hitting the mic. Um, but she does. She goes all around the world for me. She follows our talent around. She works with amazing people like the Backstreet Boys. Why don't we? Kim Petras. Everyone, please welcome Helen Showalter. Woo! Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. So, Helen, you are the, the, the episode, this episode is called Fangirl Turned Brand Girl. You know Ooh, what it is. Because I like you are, that. That's good on, branding. What is, what is the exact title that I, I gave you? The senior, the senior Branding Manager. The Senior Branding Manager. At, I mean, she's just pretty much the person I yell at when anything doesn't work. Um, but that, that that's also, true. that's what that's called. Um, <laughs> I don't think yell at, I think yelling for. Yes, yes. it's yelling for. It's Helen, Helen. I, that comes out of my office a lot. Yeah, even when she's not there, fair. and then I'm like, oh man, she's not here. Um, so Helen, you're a badass. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Um, you basically help artists take their ideas, their look, their image, their thoughts, their music, and turn it into this beautiful, seamless presentation that the world gets to see, where all the eyes are dotted and all the T's are crossed, and and you help make sure that that presentation is on point. Yeah. Can you kind of maybe like dive a little more into kind of what you do on a daily basis? Yeah. So what's kind of funny about my job is that if you don't know I did it, I did the best job I could have. Yep. <laughs> because I I sit down with artists all the time and ask them who they want to be, what their vision is, mm-hmm. and how our company and our our vision can help them become who they want to be and achieve they all want of their dreams. Shown to the world. Yeah, I- exactly. So sometimes I'm helping them curate their Instagram feed. Sometimes I'm helping them to curate their Instagram feed less. Um, yeah. it, it's it's a variety of things every day coming from the smallest of things to the voice to the bigger of things like I design artwork all the time. I'm doing graphics. I'm making sure that everything looks right and that we know exactly what we're giving to fans and yeah. what they can expect from And that you're creating almost a a lifestyle around yeah. a piece of art. Yeah, I I grew up in fandom very specifically and I was part of a fandom for a band where the music was kind of just the catalyst for everything else we were doing around it. Like the music was good but that's not what anyone who was a fan of this band looks back on and remembers fondly. What they remember yeah. is staying up late every night on video chat websites and reading this artist's blog and meeting each other on Twitter and having inside jokes and coming together to create success for this artist. And that's what made it special. So yeah. 
that's what I strive to build for every artist. And on a personal note, because I was a fangirl, I strive to make sure that being a fan of any artist I work on is the most fun, uh, most respectful, most yeah. engaging experience it can be because it's You've a huge there, responsibility. You get it. So Helen, you did, you started off as a fangirl, as oh, did yes. Cassie and myself. So I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a big subject of today's Bring podcast. You did, just, you did just see me lose my mind at a Harry Styles concert. I did. I mean, if you want to look at my Instagram... It's current as of today, but it'll be a few weeks back. Um, oh, no. I posted... Um, Just me screaming, I think the video is? No, no, no. It's not screaming. It's a noise that I've never quite heard come out of a human. I, it needs to still to be defined. Yeah, it's... Uh, hold on. If I... I wonder if I, I pull it up, it, if you I can believe I'm hear going, it. Ah. But something like, on of that pitch. sort. Like, I'm going to actually try to pull it I also didn't know microphone. that I could make this noise. Wait, it just this noise came is, out of me. So I'm going to be talking on it. But also, I want you guys to hear the noise of Helen. That's me. To be fair, in my defense, have you seen Harry Styles? I did. Okay. I enjoyed it. But here's the thing. I'm not going to say I enjoyed it the way you did, but that would be... That I mean, it's just it's not I'm it's not the right age for me. It's not the right ever. Like I respected it. However, I get it because I made the same noise for the Backstreet Boys. Oh yeah, you know I've made the same noise for Fall Out Boy. I obviously get it. Oh oh yes, but that was a but whole, it was also just lot. oh you know not being the one who's feeling that way at the moment. It's it's, it's quite a noise. Yeah, <laughs> quite a noise to come out of your body. Yeah, I'm not entirely <laughs> thrilled that you captured it. <laughs> Well, now it's going to live on my Instagram forever. So. That's the thing I'm grateful about when we were younger is that this, like, iPhone wasn't there to capture the noises and stupid oh, things that I it's did. It's really true. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, especially because if you're thinking all of the the stories that you told in the first episode of your podcast about um, Helen, do you listen teaming, to our podcast? I am a huge fan. Stop. Um, oh, my goodness. And also... When you guys are talking about how you did, like, street teaming and flyers, flyers come down, and I'm sure a lot of the stuff you did online yeah. is still up, but you weren't as young as I was when I did it. Yeah. So you can find things on me on about, like, things I did on the internet for bands that are embarrassing. There's 100% a <laughs> video of me rapping on the internet. And I'm never taking it down because I forgot the logins. There's a video of Cassie on YouTube handcuffing herself to a boy band member. What? And then I put on a shirt that we both get in at the same time. Yeah, it was a size like 5X shirt. And uh, it's a whole process. It happened. Like, it literally happened. And I'm hosting the the situation. And I didn't ask for permission to handcuff No, she just did it. It was really, really funny. It was really, really funny. So, you being a fangirl... We all know you love Harry Styles, He's but also a a treasure. I think that we should kind of talk about how we met, yes. which involves um, a different Harry, a right? different Harry. Yeah, arguably the world's second Harry, but it's fine. Well, but this guy wouldn't have even been that. He yeah, really this this was this goal. was like the world's seventieth Harry, something like that. No, at least like five digit Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least he was on TV, right? Okay, yeah. so tell us how. Tell everybody how we met. 
Or how, I guess, like, you first yeah, heard so... about me, heard about me. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to go back to go forward. So way, 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 way back, I was about 15 and running fan events online for my favorite bands. And Wait, I just, like realize that you were probably completely underage the night you're going to reference when I totally took you out. I didn't to I didn't clubs. drink at all. <laughs> I didn't. I was very sober. It doesn't make the the events of the story better. But I was completely sober the whole time. Okay. So when I was 15, I started a fan blog for the cab called The Cab Day, where once a year we did a bunch of campaigns to support that band. And One day, I got an anonymous message in my Tumblr inbox, and it was a guy saying, hey, I'm the cab's manager. I really love what you're doing here. I would love to learn more about you and what you're doing. And he sent me his email address. And I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was the funniest prank anyone had ever pulled on me. (laughs) I was like, good one, whoever did this. And then the lead singer of the band was like, no, that's that's." Chris, he's my manager. <laughs> he's my manager. And Chris Knight. Chris Knight, yeah. Who's incredible. Chris Knight is... And is the reason we met. He's the reason we met 100%. He's also the reason that I finally got to tour with a 90s boy band, 98 Degrees. Making dreams happen all the time. He's God definitely, bless you, Chris Knight. <laughs> he's the, definitely the reason I ended up in music because that first phone call, um, or the first phone call I had with him led to many phone calls and years of working on a project together Yeah, where he... Saw a 15-year-old with a blog and was like, this is legit. This is a thing. This is a thing. This is something I should hop on. Exactly. I'm impressed with his Tumblr creeping. That's all I'm saying. Right? (laughs) Like, that's that's pretty, like, good. Like, that's pretty impressive. And, um, yeah, so when I was about 19, I had already moved to L.A. I'd been working on this band for four years. Um, And he called me one day and he's like, so you want to actually do this, right? I was like, yes, there is literally no other thing I want to do. I dropped out of high school early to go to community college so I could move to L.A. so I could do this. There was not a backup plan or idea or prayer. It was just going to be I was going to work in plan A, plan A or plan BSB. I did. I I did literally (laughs) tell everyone in my hometown that I was going to move to L.A. and work for boy bands. I mean, I understand. I was straight up. That was it. <laughs> so he was like, if you want to do this, you need to know Jade Driver. And I was like, who? And so he's like, uh, she runs a company called Crowdsurf. And I was like, cool. Great. Followed you on Instagram. Followed me on everything. On everything. Because here's the thing. <laughs> on my Zanga. Here's the thing. Oh. I don't think you really I don't, did. I did not follow That's you on totally a Zanga. That's totally still up, oh, by my the God. way. My I live got... journal's still up. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Um, Ellen will find them by the end of tonight. Of course I, I already hit it all. <laughs> so he he basically told me the only company that's like really worth working for is Crowdsurf. And thank you. Thank, thank you, Chris, Chris Knight. Knight. Um, hard agree. But he he told me that was my best shot. And so I took it. And I figured if I ever met you, you were going to know who I was. Or at least kind of remember me or something. So I interacted with maybe every post you did on the internet. Yeah, if I posted something on Instagram or... You were more of a Twitter stalker. Um, and you would post... I would post, you know, oh, I'm eating, I'm eating burritos. <gasps> burritos are my favorite meal of all time. Let's have burritos together. Okay. Um, I'm at Walmart. I'm at Walmart. What Walmart are you at? Can we go to Walmart together? I mean, it was just... 
I was a fandom. I was pure fandom. It was determination. I thought she just really liked me, but she just wanted something from me. Yeah. <laughs> Let me near the boy bands, Jade. I mean, you know. Come on. You have access now, Helen. I've got all the access. All the access. So we actually met because through my work on the cab day, I got to go to do social media red carpet coverage with the insider. And they took me to Las Vegas for the 2014 and um, BBMAs. Yeah, it was yeah. four years ago. It was yeah. four years ago. Billboard Meets Awards, yeah. right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I left after the show and I tripped over you because you were- No, 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 no. I'm going to tell the story. Okay. Well, so yeah, I don't know why you were letting me- you were I gonna, was at- We all knew you were going to tell this story. I was at the Billboard Music Awards. <laughs> ironically enough, with Chris Knight, and I was there with Robin Thicke, and it was just a very long day. Award shows are long days. Your feet hurt a lot of things. So at this point, I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm just going to chill, but I think I still needed to wait for something. So anyways, I plop my butt down on the ground. Um, I was just sitting there kind of looking at my phone, and a girl with lavender hair attacks me and says, oh my gosh, are you Jay Driver? Yeah. That was what happened. Uh, co-signed? Yeah. yeah. Didn't trip over me, attacked me. I think I did and trip I was... over you, but intentionally. But like, okay. Wow. <laughs> wow, Helen, it's all coming that, out. That's like, that's pretty stealth. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, obviously I not because you're telling a much different story than what I wanted you to take from that interaction. <laughs> but, but I, but it still happened. But basically like, I knew that you were the one person who would at least be able to help me figure out where I was supposed to go. Well, at that moment, though, I didn't want to talk to anybody. Of like, that's where I was at mentally. And now that and, I'm And so, that's a lot because Jade talks a lot. I do. I really do. I've got great timing. You you do. I mean, it, it was it was it was a moment. It was the universe. But um, I was all like, I'm ready to get off work and go drink with my friends. OK, so I have plans with my friends. Helen came with. Was not invited, but, like, came with. And, like, I was kind of like, I don't know why she's here, but I don't hate it. Oh, I'm going to – I'm actually going to interject something that was important to me that you probably don't remember. Oh. But you were very, like, trying to placate me because you were so not in the mood. And you, and you were like, oh, well, so, like, what have you worked on? And I, I told you about the cab day. Oh, my Which was gosh. a very intricate – tumblr i ran and like twitter campaign we trended on like we trended on twitter worldwide back before people were really doing that as a campaign strategy yeah. and you knew what that was yeah and that I'm meant a big so, by ramen fan that meant so much to me because yeah. like i think i think that's why you maybe were like not i was like oh okay i can leave. like have a conversation with this person. yeah because you weren't like oh i worked with the polka band down at the Pawn shop. No, and the fact that you not only just knew what the cat was, but like <laughs> my fan thing that I started in my bedroom when I was 15. Oh, I don't even know what that meant, but it was Cassie's like about to make me laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, I got a good. The polka band down at the pawn shop? I also ran socials for the polka band down at the pawn shop. We did too. Don't you worry. Um, Yeah, my two bands were the cab and then <laughs> the polka. <laughs> I honestly don't I got know paid if for neither played polka music. I wouldn't even know what it was, to be completely honest. But there's that. Um, so. I didn't know there were concerts at pawn shops. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's really no good venues in Florida, but we have a weird amount of pawn shops, so you get oh. creative. There you go. <laughs> I bet there are a lot of pawn shops in Florida. That's not the, um, that okay, part wasn't a So, joke. but then there was a moment before we like went out with my friends that we kind of bonded. Oh, yes. At the Billboard Music Awards. Is this what I think it is? Yes. And yes. I think it said so much about both of us that we were the same And it same was one of these things of that was like, it's like a thing you see in a movie where two people are like, we're not into each other. And then they kiss and it sparks. It was kind of like that. We had a meet cute. We had a meet cute. Oh, oh we had a meet cute. Oh. Cassie looks Cassie so Cassie has no idea what's going on right now. I'm completely clueless. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know something from a Jack Black movie. Oh, that's not even how I know it. That is. oh, really? It's, yeah, it's just like a thing. You know, and uh, every, I only know it from the holiday. You know how in every romantic comedy they like get stuck in an elevator. There's together? There's like a situation, yeah. or they but run what into is it each called other? a meet cute because you meet and then it's cute. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it would be like meat, like food. <laughs> it's a meat and charcuterie board. <laughs> Which we did have that night. Yeah, we did at the that place at MGM. Yes. Okay. So what happened was there was this guy who kind of looked like Prince Harry. And I think it was, I don't know, VH1 or some channel. I apologize if it wasn't UVH1 because it was really this was a concept. But um it was a show that was on where basically it ran like, I don't know, the Bachelor, Bachelorette, whatever it's called. And these women thought they were doing the Bachelor show with the real Prince Harry. Like, actual, honest to God, his grandma's the queen. He grew up around Corgi's Prince Harry. Yes. And so these girls that signed up for the show, they were told this show is, is called Want to Marry Harry. And these girls thought they were actually, like, dating and doing the whole Bachelor thing with Prince Harry. However, it was not Prince Harry. It was yeah. a really, really bad lookalike. Yeah, it was just a tall British ginger. Pretty much. Pretty much. But he was there to do promotion for the show, and we both knew, like, who he was because he was on the show. And for some reason... We got real excited. We got excited. heated. We ran up two escalators because we were both like, let's get a picture with the fake Harry. Because it would be funny. And it was. It was so funny. It was so funny. And so we did. Yeah, we we did. That picture I remember getting this, like, a text with this photo. Yes. I didn't know it was Helen at the time. And then I realized, like, years later that it's Helen. Because we posted it during the wedding. Harry's, when Harry really got married. Yeah. And then I was like, like, Harry. oh. Oh, that was Helen. Well, what was, the reason I ended up, like, digging that up was, Four years later, from that exact weekend, it was the 2018 Billboard Music Awards, and I was in Vegas at the MGM working with the Backstreet Boys. And you were like, wow, it all started here. It really did. I saw the pillar that I paid by the girl I attacked. Yeah, I saw the pillar where I um, tripped, air quotes, because this is an audio medium, I tripped over I want to have a disclaimer here that we don't promote attacking people no light stalking that are not in boy bands just just no attacking <laughs> i generally i don't, I don't want any lawyers ye- i don't want any lawyers yelling at me <laughs> okay helen bombarded that's okay bombarded. Yeah. a lot of different things bombarded <laughs> i gathered intelligence from wow. digital platforms that's some deep 
That's a and deep I term, strategically Helen. put myself in a situation where I could get an opportunity, which is the fancy branding way of saying. And then somehow, other like stuff. two weeks later, we were. I invited you to Pinkberry. Yeah, and you offered me a job. It was like nine thirty p.m. I did. Yeah. I always ask people to hang out at really typical places. Yeah, the first time Jade and I hang out, she's like, do you want to go to the grocery store? And we did. We went to the Bilo. I bet it was fun. I wanted to know if Cassie liked this boy that I liked. I didn't. She didn't at all. He was stalking me on AOL, but I did not. (laughs) And I'm sorry, did you like talk this out over the parsnips? Like, Uh, No, it was in the vegetable department. I remember it because I didn't want to bring up the guy like too early, but then I accidentally blurted his name was like, oh no, she totally is dating this guy and he's, she's gonna know that I like him. He was like real suave. He wore one of those bubble vests all the time over like a plaid shirt. Now, the first time I met him was John Esposito from, he was the head of like WIA at the time. But, you met him, but he met you from MySpace. AOL profile searching wow. is how we met. Yes. Wow. And um, I was, he knew, and I didn't want to meet him in person. Cause like at that point, like you didn't meet people from the internet. No, it was, it was, it was creepy. It was really creepy. And so I remember your first MySpace photo. I'm going to retake it one day. Okay, great. Um, But I, he knew that I worked for Warner and the president of Warner was speaking at our college. Cause we went to a music industry college. And so I went to go watch him speak and I didn't have any friends at that time. So I wasn't sitting by anybody. Cause it was like <laughs> the top of school starting. And this guy just sat down next to me. Oh, like this dude just like sat down next to me, which he would totally do. You and I, Helen. and I was, I my face was so red. I had no idea what to do. And what did he say? Like, I saw you on AOL. No, he's like, Hey, I, I, I'm Pete. I, yeah, Cause we had, he had chatted with me, right? but I never like met him in real life. Oh, so I knew who he gosh. was. And I, yeah. But I, then we were in class together and I was sitting with Cassie and he came over and I was like, oh, she knows the cute guy in our, like one of those classes with like 300 people in it. Yeah. I was real into the puffy vest. Mm-hmm. I'm over that now. I, I have, I have so much. <laughs> I just don't even know how to handle this story. Okay. So I went to the Bilo. <laughs> we went to Pinkberry. I hired you. Yay. I dropped out of college because of it. She did. I was like, you don't need that. Um, Yeah. yeah. I you know what? A- I bet you you get really excited that Sally Mae is not charging you $487 oh. a month. Well, once in one of my textbooks, I opened it to the first page where it's doing an intro, and I think it was like a PR thing. There was, they were doing a case study, and they're like, picture this. A publicist tweets a press release at a journalist, and in my head I was like, oh, well, not if they're good at their job they're not a doing that. A publicist tweets a press release at a journalist? I paid money to buy that book. Oh, wow. And it was, and I knew it was Nina wrong. would never do that. No, of course she would because she's great Nina. at her job. Wow. It was just one of those things where I was like, oh, I'm paying for this and it's useless and I'm not learning the right And you had to take like yeah. a two-hour train to work every day. I did because I had to finish out my semester. So I, know did, I didn't get my Bachelor of Sciences. I didn't get the BS. You but. got your... I got the BSB. Ah! Hey! Oh my goodness. Hey. Okay, so my mom didn't some, think that joke was as funny. I think it's hilarious. I love it. I've also heard it like four times, so I think I like it even better now. Yeah. It like grows it's a, on it's you. A, it's a crowd participation thing. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I did want to talk to you about the fact that you have made yourself invaluable. 
because oh. the job you have, the what's your job again? <laughs> senior branding senior branding manager. manager. The reason I don't ever know how to say that is because I made it up. Yeah, it's, okay, because this is what Helen did. Helen came into this company and was hired part time, mm-hmm. which turned into full time, which turned into getting a promotion when her former boss left. Yeah, revamping so many things that we did. And then going to the next level. And this has all happened in what, three years? Yeah, I just uh, wrapped up my third year. And how, how old are you? I am 23 23. Years old. I remember She's one time we took, we took Helen to a concert and she wasn't 21 yet. And I was like, you can't drink here, Helen. And I Because didn't. I'm going to get sued. And I didn't. I never did that. Right. No one... Not in an alley behind the Shake Shack or anything. No, that's preposterous. It's very specific, Jade. <laughs> but you Peg, had... if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. Oh, you have made yourself invaluable. And that's why I can never say your, your job title because it's just something we kind of made up. But it's based on, hey, here are all the things that Helen does on a daily basis that make our lives better, that actually takes things off of Cassie and my plates. How do you say that? My's plate? My plates? Our. Our plates. Mine and Cassie's plates. There it is. There yes. you go. Thank you for the English lesson. Um, and I like when people take things off my plate when it's not food. <laughs> true, Re- Cassie. True. Retweet. True. There you go. So Helen has done that and she has made herself invaluable. And that's what I want to talk about is okay. when you make yourself invaluable, you one, keep your job. You two, move your way up the ladder. And you three, create a job that you love doing. Yeah. I I don't even know how to begin talking about that. That's so nice and something that I worked really hard on doing my entire time here. So that's so super cool to hear. Um, Aww. Aww. No, but it's it's true. You deserve the, the compliments and praise. Like, uh, Can we, we get one of those, like... Um, the sound from the Instagram video, like, and then it goes, yes, yes. And I put my chin in my hands, like that one gift of Harry Styles, real ones know. Wow. Okay. Sorry, I can't, I can't stay away from You the can't topic. stay away, which is why you get it. Yeah. Which is why you're here. But yeah, Helen, talk about it. Talk about, like, was it, I know that you probably just did what you did because that's who you are, but like. There had to be some hustle. There had to be some motivation. There, like, yeah. How did you do it? Because you did it yourself. I never said do this. Okay, she checked the box. You just kind of picked up and really. And and the thing is, when I interview people for our company, I always say to them, "This job is what you make of it. If you want to travel more, if you want to spend time with an artist you love, if you want to get into this other realm of the music industry that we're not currently." you know, diving into, like, you can make this your job, but you've got to do it. Yeah. What the way that I always approached our acts was with the belief that, and I know this sounds crazy, but like that they could be either the next biggest thing or we could take them to another bigger, bigger level, Mm -hmm. which sounds crazy in terms of maybe like an act like the Backstreet Boys. But I came on three years ago and they've had a huge resurgence. Absolutely. Um, top it, 20 radio top right now. 20. I mean. And because of the incredible team that works really, really hard on it. But there was a lot of re-strategizing because I am 23 years old. It's true. I mean, look. The Backstreet Boys yeah. as a concept are 25 years old. Exactly. I 
learned to market not only to our super fans who are incredible and are always keeping us going, but like the entire world knows everybody. The entire world knows I want it that way. And if you do the right content, you can kind of. I love how our producer is totally into the story. Like he told us earlier that he used to do like a parody of I want it that way or something. And now he's like, yes, Helen. Yes. Yes. You have done this. You've changed a generation. I don't think I have done <laughs> that. But it it took a bit of strategy and I just, I wanted to see that the Backstreet Boys be that. It was stuff that I would have wanted to see. And then I think with another band we work with, yeah. um, Why Don't We? Yes. I very specifically was like, how can I make this the thing I wanted? Yeah. And with the help of our incredible team, that entire team works so hard all yes. the time, 24-7. Every person involved is stellar. But we set out to to make every small decision, every big decision for the fans, for the community, and really let that bring a boy band up. And that was what was so important to me and what I never felt I experienced as a fan. And it was really cool because the Why Don't We guys, they all had their own kind of solo things going before Why Don't We, which is kind of the opposite of the way most most kind of pop groups are, you know, come together. Yeah. So it was interesting because they all knew each other beforehand. They all had somehow like toured together in some way, shape or form. They all had the same musical aspirations. Yes. And so it was really cool to see you take kind of five brands and morph that into a giant like conglomerate of brands that became the why don't we brand as we kind of see it on paper today. I think my favorite suggestion I've never, I I think my favorite suggestion I've ever made to an artist, and I'm so glad that the boys loved this and took it on, was every single one of them on every single one of their social media platforms has their name, a dot, and then why don't we? Yeah. And because they, you know, when they started, they, 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 they came to us and said, how, like, how do we make this, how do we make what we're feeling and doing one thing, one thing and portray it to the world? Exactly. And what I, in the back of my mind, in the back of my head, what I was really hoping would happen, and I didn't say it out loud, but it was what I wanted was that girls would start doing that little dot. Yep. And that, why don't we? And I, it did. Girls picked that up. Girls picked up on that immediately. And it's one of the reasons their fandom grew so fast was because each girl who loved this band, Mm -hmm. it was the first thing you knew about them. And if a couple of your friends popped up with a dot and why don't we, you're like, hey, that seems cool. I want to be a part of that community. And they did because the boys were so committed to creating an awesome place to be and so committed to it being positive. And um, once in an interview, I think it was Daniel said that it was great that he saw like fans support them, but it was so much better when he saw fans support each other. other. And I could have cried that day. It was the most that I'd seen a band understand what they were doing. Wow. I think in a lot of ways, boy bands will sometimes be like, girls keep coming up and screaming and I don't get what's happening. But they saw (laughs) that it was part because like they were doing the music and part all of this good stuff that they were putting out. But they knew that the girls were getting so much more out of it, and they felt such ownership over it. And it's yeah. been, by and large, one of my favorite things I've ever worked on. We love them. I love them. You really do. They're your babies. Um, so I wanted to kind of get into, as we've talked about Why Don't We, 
Um, I wanted you and Cassie to kind of talk about my other babies. I have, other a lot, babies. I have a lot of babies. So. Your your British babies. My so, British babies. Yeah. So one of the projects that Helen and I work very closely together on is Max and Harvey. Max and Ave. Ave. I'm just gonna stick to American accent on this. Max and Harvey. <laughs> um, they're awesome. They're wonderful. We love them. And Max and Harvey are actually an act that CrowdSurf is uh, a manager on, which yes. is cool. That's something that CrowdSurf always wanted to do is to get into managing artists. And that is an artist that we are managing. And I feel like we're we're doing good stuff with them. They're, I think they're you're awesome. doing good things. It's, I believe uh, you walked away with an award of some sort recently. Could yes. It? We won a Radio Disney Music Award recently. Yes. And it was amazing. That was the best day. It, it was, was so, it was so good. I I will say I have a, a life list, which is like a bucket list, but a more you know sort of positive way of phrasing it. Um, that our our friend uh, Jessica Dover, brother Danny Dover, he's an author and amazing SEO expert. He coined that term, and I've used it ever since then. But um, one of the things I added to my life list years ago was getting thanked. And a televised award show speech. You have to be specific about your goals and write them down. And that was one I've had for a long time. And when they won the award on the Radio Disney Music Awards, Max and Harvey said Cassie. And they said crowd surf. And it was just, it was I, really I cool. I cried. It was, I cried. And then like they walked, I was on the, on the side of the stage and I cried. <laughs> And then they were walking and I'm like, oh, like I have to go work now. I can't like cry about this. <laughs> I like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work. But I was very, uh, it was very emotional. Hearing, uh, hearing sure. them say specifically our names in that moment was so empowering and wonderful because I remember where I was sitting when you told me about Max and Harvey. I was at that little intern desk in the middle of our Hollywood office. Okay. And, so like the silver one? Yeah. The silver intern desk. And... You had been like, I found these kids. Can you like dig into them? And then the first like task I did on Max and Harvey was I started like uh, tracking their numbers. Amazing. And I just remember that so vividly because I don't really have to track their numbers right now. Somebody does. It's not me. But to see the growth that had happened from that moment and being a part of the team from the very beginning was bananas. It's cool. It's it's awesome. You know, that's. You know, it's awesome to be a part of all different projects at all different phases, but there's something special about seeing something from the beginning and watching people record their first songs, get their record deal, grow their fan base, play their first big shows. It's, 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 it's special. It's like, those are, those are moments that, you know, they don't forget and they're moments that you don't forget. Yeah. Guys, I like have to interrupt this because the cutest thing is happening right now. What's happening? On the, why don't we text thread? Oh my God. What are they up to? Daniel's saying he feels like he's been a little busy lately and is apologizing for not being more on top of it, which is hilarious because he's they're so on top of it. And then they're all like, we appreciate you. You guys are the best. Like, this is so cute. I can't believe y'all are going to get me getting Like, it's emotional. literally happening, like, behind my, like, podcast script. Oh, man, and I just I have to share because it's adorable. Because you guys have to, I don't know. I like people to know that, like, they're as sweet and nice and incredible as people think they are. And I think that's important because, like, I think something people ask a lot of times to me and Cassie, like, so what is it like working with the Backstreet Boys? They were your idols. And I consistently say, and I mean it, and I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. I probably wouldn't work with them if I didn't believe this, but they're exactly what I wanted them to be. Yeah. They're all what I thought they were and what I loved as a quote unquote act, but it's real. And I think why don't we is kind of like 
my little baby version of that. And it's so nice to see such a, especially like, I don't know, I'm older now. I'm 36. Kids are kids to me. They're all kids to me. They're, they're young, you know, and like see that they're so respectful and kind and grateful. Yeah. It's, it's kind of rare to be honest. It, it really is. I've Lord knows the acts that maybe we're not, haven't invested as much in it or because not everyone is so kind and gracious and thoughtful as And it really does get you them. somewhere when you are. So if artists are listening to this, be nice. To yeah, your be teams. nice to it your teams. So oh much. my god, they and uh I did a I did I was on Why Don't We's first ever tour with them. Yeah. And I lived Boy, before we get into that though, I do want to go back to Max and Harvey because they yes, are sorry. actually so nice too. Oh, Oh it, my gosh, you guys, I love Grumpy Cat and they like, they went to the arcade and won like a thousand bazillion tickets and they got me a stuffed Grumpy Cat and left it on my desk and that's just cute. Like, what children do that? And then they got me, they they got, <laughs> they got me, um, my birthday was this week and they got me a Care Bear and I just thought it, they sent it to It was me just from, really cute. They like sent her a Care Bear. Like, for, and then they sent a little like picture frame. With with a, with a picture of us from the award show too, and I just I don't, I don't know. It's just like little... for fourteen year old boys or nineteen year old boys, like that's really sweet. Max and Harvey have never given me a gift, and now they're on notice. <laughs> but they did give you a cool name, and I don't they have did. one of those. Yeah, they wait, call... wait, wait. What is your name? Um, Lil Quank. What does that mean? I don't know. Is Lil it Quank? dirty or no? no? It's I think it started as Lil Quack. And then it became little quank because you're a, a duck. We were really tired that day. I'm really confused. We were doing a photo shoot and it was real hot out. And I think we were just all trying to keep energy up. So eventually, can nonsense. you say it like Harvey would say it? It's just little quank. That's how he says it. <laughs> okay. Quank. Okay. Little quank. So let's move on. Little quank to Max and Harvey and the Radio Disney Awards. I loved how you were able to not only see them win it, but like be a part of the voting process with the fans who made them win the award. Oh, absolutely. Um, Millsies killed it on this one. Millsies are awesome. The, I love the Millsies them. are like the it's like the fan name for the Max and Harvey fans, and their last name is Mills. So just to kind of explain what that, where that all came from, but. Their fan base is is really really awesome. I I I love them. They're sweet and they have amazing. They have like an amazing sense of humor. And I I love that about them too. Yeah, and when we decided we were really gonna hustle and try to get this Radio Disney Award for the boys, the fan base was right up there with us. We came up with some like voting strategies, and then I would see them come up with voting strategies. They have good like, ideas. They're smart too. They're not just funny. They're smart. No, I was like, that's that's great. And then all you teen boys them. out there, take notice. You should date a Milty. Oh, true. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yes. Fangirls get stuff done. For mm-hmm. real. Okay. So I have a really random question to kind of wrap up our session. Okay. What is everybody's favorite noise? <laughs> well, I know. Should I go first? You should know. Yeah. You okay. Should go first. My favorite noise is actually the sound of a hand sliding up and down the. Oh. <laughs> A guitar. I, just, I, I hate a guitar. No, you know, like on an acoustic guitar when you're like sliding. What is this oh, part I called? On like hands. the neck of the guitar? I yeah. So I love, you don't like that? That creeps you out? Yes. No, I like when it like goes from and you can hear that noise. Um, I love that noise. My favorite noise is also a Backstreet Boys favorite noise. 
a Backstreet Boys favorite noise. Yeah, me and... Oh, oh is wow. it the word on the Obama poster behind you? No. It, oh, wait. Shoot, it is. It is the word. Uh, Cassie. Petri, Petri, how do I say your last and name? And so we all know Petri. Obama Petri? is the greatest of all time, i.e. the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Cassie Petrie does an incredible and hauntingly accurate <laughs> goat noise. She does. And it, and it is AJ's favorite. Why? I don't know. But um, because it's beautiful it's and incredible. amazing. And he's obsessed with it. And I believe he sent you a birthday message. That incorporated a goat noise. Yes. Yes, yes that happened to me so this week. So I think since that's Helen's favorite and we should, like, thank her for doing this episode of our podcast... Go you noise. should do go it for everyone. Noise. I really do. I really have noise. to go, go noise. Go, go noise. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry to everyone wearing headphones right now. Yeah. Cassie, do it. Okay. One, two. <laughs> I I don't know oh if I should God. apologize I or say know. you're welcome. <laughs> oh. Guys, the thing is, you've got to see the face that goes with it. You really don't need to see the face. You can just listen. The face is, okay, but the first time I experienced, and the word is experienced, because it was a, <laughs> it was a visual and an audio, I and almost this. like a spine-tingling physical feeling, this, too. It was in the, I was driving, I don't know if it was my car or your old green Corolla. I just I was in the back seat. You were in the back seat, and I was in the front seat, and we were driving to some concert miles and miles and states and states away. And Cassie, Cassie was like, her face was like perfectly lined up with the rear view mirror while I'm driving on 95, which is an interstate, which is really, really, really crowded. And I see and hear and am like touched emotionally by the goat noise while just her mouth and the teeth and the vibrating thing her lips does is in the rear view mirror. And it felt like, it's like when you're listening to like a creepy podcast and you think there's a murder in the backseat. It was that type of feeling for me. I will never forget the goat noise on Interstate 95. Well, the first time that I heard the goat noise wasn't in person. I wish maybe I could go back and rewrite that first experience because, again, an experience. But yes, an experience. I was, I was, we should sell tickets to it. <laughs> we I better get a real good percentage. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I was. I was. We at all went. A radio show with Backstreet in um, Long Island, and. AJ, while they're warming up, just brings out his his iPhone. And he's like, hey, want to see something cool? And I'm like, yeah. And then he plays a video of Cassie doing a goat noise. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> and then, I think the best part of that AJ, video, I know that video, is that she was in full hair and makeup while doing it. Well, if I was so going to do it. a very glamorous goat. If I was going to do it, he really wanted this as like a, like a special treat for watching his you know song his after, single his first country single yes yeah, so so i agreed that i would do it after <laughs> hey do you need anything i need a goat video so i made i made it i, I felt like you know he worked hard he deserved it so you're I, so serious about this so i topic I, I do you like, hear this like the 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 seriousness in her voice so i, you I know, he worked hard he deserved it yeah so i gave him that goat noise <laughs> and then he showed it to howie <laughs> that's the best part just ages going around the goat showing noise. every Backstreet Boy a video of Cassie doing a goat noise. Uh. Wait, what was that? <laughs> 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 oh, 
Okay, we apologize. You're welcome. All the things. Cassie, final final answer to the question. What is your favorite sound? Is it me making the hairy noise? Oh, there was that too. Gosh, this is all about noises. No. Um... I think my favorite, it's another sort of weird noise okay. that, that I make that I really like making. That you, wait, that comes out of your mouth? Yeah. Oh my God. Where it's like, it's like, mm. I like that noise. Mm. What is, the, what does that mean, Cassie? It means like, it's I wa- like the, it's like the Italian noise of the G and the N together, like in it's lasagna. Like, that's right. Like I need attention noise. Mm, mm. <laughs> I don't even know how to wrap this up, to be completely honest. I don't even know what we're talking about. I don't either. Welcome to the noise cast. Welcome. Welcome. It's my podcast where I'll make noise if I want to. There's that. All right. It's my noise. Well, I think it's time to go home, guys. Yeah, I think so. I think we've been working. I think we've been working for about 16 hours a day. Uh huh. We were out in Malibu very early this morning, me and Helen. R.I.P. me. Working on some videos and some fun, fun things. But thank you guys so much for listening again this week. Whether it's the middle of the night for you or the morning. I don't know if you should be listening to this in public, but if you are, God bless you. Um, We will be back next week. We don't know who our our guest is yet because, well, we've been too busy to book one. Um, But if you guys have a question, please tweet at us at I got backstage or send us an Instagram comment at how I got backstage. Also, Cassie, tell them all the good fun stuff we need them to do for us. Yes. We really need you all to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe. Yes, please. And Helen, say it. Subscribe. Yes. Yes. Hit that like button. So subscribe, give us five stars and leave a nice comment. A really nice comment about the goat noise. Yes. Or yeah, or other things, but the goat noise is great. The goat noise is great. Um, so that's it. Yeah. Oh, thank We've you. We've got three of these now, guys. Thank you so much for having How me. How are we thank still you, Helen. on air? Because I mean, the internet, it's a, it's the internet, the internet yeah. has no standards, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. You can just put anything up there. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thank we'll, you. Uh, we'll see you, hear you, talk to you next week. I yes. will. Bye. Bye. <laughs>